What's poppin' collective? Man, oh man, has it taken me an awfully long time to do what I am here doing today. But may I just say, I wouldn't have it any other way. It, it's taken some time to really get the logistics set up to really know what we're doing here. And at this point, still don't really know what we're doing here. But um, we, we've had this idea. And I think, yes, this is going to work better for formatting purposes, right? See, we're still figuring it out as we go. We really are. And we might do another introduction just because we are still figuring it out as we go. But this is the point, I believe, to document the process, to document the journey. Like, I've waited so long to sit here today, to sit down in front of this camera and do what I'm doing because I wanted to have everything figured out. I wanted to have everything perfect. I wanted to know exactly what I was doing. I wanted to have the perfect audio set up, the perfect video set up, and just be able to really execute my vision exactly how I see it in my head. But it took some time to realize that I'm never going to be hundred percent ready I'm never going to have that perfect setup that perfect set of circumstances in order to begin I just have to start with what I have and what I have is enough and I know that but we'll get into that because that has been a journey within itself to even come to that understanding and that's kind of what we're here to talk about today but before you know i get into the business of slinging my name through the mud like a 1920s muckraker <laughs> i wanted to kind of start off with the purpose and why we're here today so allow me to formally formally yes Let's, let's run this back. Allow me to formally introduce myself. My name is Kiana Perkins and I am the host of this little, this little spectacle you see in front of you titled Purging the Purgatory Energy. Yes, this is a space that I have always wanted to start up, a space that I've kind of envisioned ever since I was a child, a space that I've always even held for myself, um, where we just speak on anything under the sun, any topics, um, life, love, ever, anything that could be burdening us or holding us back um, in our day-to-day -day lives. Sorry to bend down and unsync the audio. We just had some cards fall. <laughs> yes, we are. We are a bit of a tarot woman over here. And by a bit, I mean we can't go a day without it. <laughs> but um, today we are sitting in this space welcoming in our first episode. And let's talk about the circumstances in which have led us here today because I feel as though we went through wake-up call after wake-up call. <laughs> um, just time after time, the universe just kind of like beating us down, giving us the runaround. Um, and <laughs> it was all this lesson 
in love, ultimately. Learning how to love myself through it all. Learning how to love life through it all. Love the journey. Love the process. Because it is a process indeed. A process which requires impeccable amounts of strength. And we all really need to give ourselves more credit in that regard. Um, how much strength it takes to wake up every day and be grateful, to hold space to, and you don't even have to be grateful, but just to wake up every day and to hold space, to be here day after day, to, you know, love the life that you're living day after day. Some parts of it, even if they're small and minute, they are something that you find joy in. There's something that keeps you going, something that keeps you moving, keeps you motivating, and that's so beautiful. Mm. Feels like we're gonna get two cards from, from each deck um, for tonight. Uh, I really love to pull tarot in the mornings, um, afternoons, evening, any time of day, my tarot and my oracle decks, um, to really check in on the energy that surrounds me and check in on the energy in the space and so um i really wanted to pull uh some cards from each of my deck to welcome off the energy um of this evening yes yes and i said you know like i said on my story tonight it's gonna be a bit chaotic it's gonna be a bit tumultuous it's going to be a bit tumultuous <laughs> because we're still learning. We're still growing um, and we're still finding um, that stability within ourselves, that stable ground, that stable point um, within even this whole creative space. So in finding those tools of expression within myself and in perfecting this craft, um, y'all are just going to have to bear with me because... We're just kind of diving in head first. Oh, I hope that y'all can't hear that in the audio because that is such a tumultuous sound. Oh, it's such a tumultuous sound. Okay. I know that the live can't hear it, but the audio um, feeding into the laptop is, is static and like electro buzzing, like, not Mr. Krabs, beep, beep, boop, 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 beep, but like just whose robo fly is buzzing next to the microphone type beat. Mm. Delicious. There is going to be so many, so many moments of this that we're going to look back on and we're just going to be like, oh. <laughs> oh. But it happened, to say the least. And. We are happy and joyful for this experience, nonetheless, a chaotic and tumultuous time. We're really going to get into the nitty gritty of why we're here um, in just a few. I feel like <clears throat> we really need this space to ooh, open in a way. 
just bumping. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. So from the last stack, we got three. Oh. What all do you want from me? They are in them two, two, three. Okay, I'm so That, the brain, the mind. You gotta keep her on track. We gotta keep her focused. <laughs> focused, for sure. Um, that has been a really big theme, a really big lesson in life thus far. Learning how to harbor focus, what focus even looks like for me. A person who always thought that they had ADHD and what and how. Um circumstances align in order to keep my focus so really just allowing myself to flow has been the biggest thing um i i don't really have to think about focusing when i'm flowing i'm just letting it go and letting it flow if you will so uh i just focus on the feeling and the words come out we're really just like spitting <laughs> we are spitting but let's let's put some purpose behind these bars if you will <laughs> um we have our cards out in front of us and we're really gonna dive into the energy of the evening and um what we really want this space to be because i feel as though this first episode is really going to be all about aligning what we want this space to be in our own chaotic way um right now for all of my tarot lovers out there we have a lot of swords present a lot of sword energy as far as tarot it's all swords um the two six and eight <laughs> so really just making the decision to move forward and let go of that um self-doubt let go of that confusion let go of that um tumultuous headspace of never knowing um and being scared of not knowing being confused and being lost in that not knowing and instead deciding to transition deciding to move forward into peaceful waters deciding to simplify our life if you will you know simplify our vision and our perspective on things and find stability find stability in not only our perspective but in ourselves you know because we have to first and foremost find stability in ourselves before we find stability in our environment and growing up in such a chaotic household to say the least i mean that self-stability was everything because you didn't really get it from the external world and so honestly i didn't really have that sense of stability at all growing up i didn't know what stability looked like what stability felt like um and it really it really took this period of 
taking a step back within myself and within my own energy and coming to understand who I am as a visual and what my place in the world is that kind of gave me my bearings if you will but I feel like the universe has brought me to this point in my life um so that I could see life as one big vacation again because growing up in those chaotic and tumultuous times um I had this lack mindset this feeling that uh nothing would get better because everything around me was so chaotic everything around me was so unpredictable and I had to learn how to predict the unpredictable in the most chaotic and in the most negative of um, ways in order to simply survive. And so I feel like I've been brought to this point in my life, um, taking this leap of faith as I have, in order to really allow myself to see life as <laughs> beautiful again, because I took a leap of faith, <laughs> I really did. Um, something that I never really thought that I would do in my life, being a logical and analytical person, but something that I always knew that I would do, being such a wild, chaotic, and free spirit. <laughs> so um, I really, you know, I took a leap of faith to go on a vacation and it changed the entire course of my life. Um, this entire time has been one big wake-up call for me, honestly. Um, rediscovering what energy means, what my energy and how it impacts other people how it impacts myself, how it impacts the world around me, um, and just learning the power in words again and what it means to really speak <laughs> with purpose um, and intention. But before we dive into the messy, heart-wrenching telenovela that is my life, I want to open the space with the truth that I hold self-evident. I thought that I'd share a bit of my character through these affirming words, something that I find extremely important before I go on to sling my name through the mud like a 1920s muckraker, <laughs> uh, especially when defining who I am as a perpetual consciousness. You see, I stand by the truth that everything happens for a reason. Everything, absolutely everything. There is no such thing as coincidence. <laughs> you right here, right now, listening to my voice through whichever medium of vibrational transfer you have chosen are no exception to this rule. Depending on which side of the coin you're on, this can be an extremely comforting perception or an absolutely dreadful anxiety-inducing nightmare. <laughs> you see, once upon, a so once upon a time, I found myself on both sides of the coin as a true scale balancing devil's advocate playing Mercury and Libra does. But at the beginning of my spiritual journey, I rejected this principle. Too scary, <laughs> too fucking scary. What do you mean everything happens for a reason? <laughs> 
What do you mean I'm just missing the point? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> like, that shit scared the fuck out of me. So I was like, fuck no, I don't believe that. Like, there's a such thing as coincidences, sure. Like, yeah. Mm, chalk it up to randomness and the universe, whatever. But, um... As I open myself up to the knowledge of the universe, I've noticed through the observation of my own internal monologue that the main reason that we are to reject this principle in the first place is the fear of what this belief implies. <laughs> With this thought process, everything has meaning, which means everything is worth paying attention to. No longer can we throw a weird happening in our day out of our consciousness due to the belief that it is meaningless. No longer can we fail to pay attention to our surroundings because with this logic, every single little occurrence has meaning. <laughs> um, every little thing has a reason for existing and we consciously construct each and every one of them. We fear this belief because without a balanced approach, we run the risk of hyperanalyzing our lives, losing sight of the moment that we're existing in in the first place. I went through that for sure. I forgot what the present moment even felt like. I was always living in the future or in the past, thinking about what I could have done better or what I could do to succeed in the future. And I was never just being who I was at that very moment. I was never just living in the skin that I was in. I was always looking to be or do something greater. I was always looking to rectify my mistakes. I was always looking to apologize for something. I was always looking to make myself a better version of what I didn't even know who I was in the first place. So it was like, I was running myself ragged for no reason, for absolutely no reason, because I couldn't control the future and I couldn't change the past. So I was just stuck in this loop of hyper analyzing myself, hyper analyzing my life and doing absolutely nothing about it, taking absolutely no action whatsoever. And so it was like, you're just gonna sit here and analyze and overanalyze and think and overthink everything 24 seven, but not do anything about it, not speak about it, not speak on it, not change anything. And it got so frustrating. And so I had to start to believe that everything happened for a reason. I had to start to believe that there was something that I was missing so that maybe I could change something. Maybe something could happen differently. And so I realized that we reject these principles because we're afraid to take responsibility for the perceived negatives in our lives. Instead, placing the blame on external factors due to societal conditioning. <laughs> we have allowed doctrine and dogma to harbor our free will. We have allowed others to think for us. We have allowed 
others to speak for us, live for us even in the way that we behave and live for others. And so in that sense, we've become so afraid of just breaking out and doing something different because we've allowed this to happen for so long. We've allowed ourselves to exist in this space, being this person for so long. And it gets hard to break out. It gets scary to break out. We would rather believe that it's someone else or some outside force who hurts us when it is in fact us who hurts ourselves. That, let's put a pin in that thought. <laughs> because at the end of the day, I find great comfort in this perception of reality. Through this lens, I believe that the reason my life has unfolded the way that it has is so that it can be shared with the world <laughs> to offer a bit of a different perspective on the ideologies and perceptions that have been cemented into our collective everyday reality that go fairly unquestioned simply because they have seemed to stand the test of time or they make sense to the logical brain. You see, I'm here to represent everything illogical. <laughs> I've come to understand that in my time on this planet because being a very logical and analytical person and realizing that nothing that I did made sense <laughs> was such a time and a half um, <laughs> in this noggin, to say the fucking least. I was literally a walking contradiction in my brain. Um, nobody else could really see it, but like for me, it was just like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> um, you know, I'm here to be the true heir of emotions and make a space where they can fit into the world, judgment-free. I have always been a very emotional person, a very sensitive person. Um, and logic and emotions just kind of don't really mix well. Um... So I shoved the emotional part of me down. I kind of tried to throw it away, throw it in the, in, on the back burner, if you will, say that, you know, if it doesn't make sense, then it's not right, don't act on it. But over time, I realized that those parts of me were the very best parts of me. Those parts of me were the parts of me that were meant to be shared so that other people didn't feel so alone in having those parts and expressing those parts and seeing those parts, showing those parts, existing within those parts, <laughs> you know? It, it's been such a struggle for me, myself. Um, and so if I can take up space in a way to provide that space for other people, then by all means, I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna do it. Um, I wanna create a space for myself <laughs> where I feel truly free to express my emotions even. Um, and not only that, but connect them with a thought or belief beyond just me and my perceptual experience. I want to connect my experience of reality to the world at whole and work to transmute this residual darkness into light. To restore the balance to myself. And not only that, 
but to create a space where others feel seen and understood by taking the time to understand myself and what I believe in, in totality. It's a place where I can document and catalog my experiences and make them make sense through the lens of the collective. Eventually, I want this to be a space where I am with the collective, I am in the collective, we are vibing together, we are all talking as one and we're all just putting shit together, making shit make sense. <laughs> I want to draw ideas out of the monotony and into the light of enlightenment. I want people to connect, I want people to speak and talk and share and not be afraid to be vulnerable again <laughs> because vulnerability is a superpower it is one of the greatest strengths that you can hone on this planet because once you have the power to be vulnerable you have the power to healthily communicate yourself to anyone at any time and why would you not want that power <laughs> like why would you not want to be able to make shit make sense for other people always I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I hope not, but maybe. There are principles and theories to be connected to everything that we do. It's just up to us to give our experiences that meaning. Now, I pose a question. Have you gone along in life feeling so much shame and guilt for your existence that it inhibited every single desire that you've ever had? You see, my life has been a pit of emotional turmoil seemingly as long as I can remember. <laughs> uh, I know that that seems like a rather grim detail but i promise it gets better now i've always felt so much shame and guilt merely for my existence on this plane merely for just being here and i never really understood it um over time i began to attribute it to little things like the nihilistic point of view of oh we all have no meaning here it's all purposeless you know i'm just drifting through life another soul another carcass but I feel as though everybody goes through that point um, to see that it's it's not quite that way, you know? That we all have to go through those lowest of lows so that we can feel when the highs get really high. Sorry, I get a little distracted because of the motherfucking helicopter that's rolling on through. Chapters always love to steal my focus. <laughs> but anywho. You see, um, growing up, I didn't really have a proper outlet to express my true thoughts or feelings on my experience in a healthy or constructive manner. Um, I bottled them up and forced them down until I spiraled and fell time and time again. Uh, in this sense, uh, I learned to isolate myself. I learned what it was to be my own best friend in the sense of I was always talking to myself. I was always speaking to myself in this manner that I'm speaking to you guys now. But um, it was just always this constant act of me 
in my internal monologue, but just in my physical reality because I had nobody else to speak to or let it out with. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I really learned what it was to be alone and be in my own energy from a really young age. Now, we're going to talk a little bit more about the self before we get into the world and the environment. Because to talk about the world, I must speak of it in relation to myself. And if you do not know the self, then how do you perceive the world? This, this, ooh, was something that took me a while to really wrap my head around. Um, because I was always so used to and so comfortable in perceiving the world through the lens of others. I loved putting myself in other people's shoes. I loved putting myself into other people's perspectives and learning to see through their lens. But I would get so wrapped up in it and so lost in it that I would lose my own perspective. I would lose my sense of self. And I would forget what it was to perceive the world through my own eyes. And so when um, I would have a thought, something that would be of my own perception that would conflict with the way that I was currently perceiving my reality, shit would get wonky in the brain. I would be like, it, it was like cognitive dissonance because I couldn't decipher what was my own voice and what was the voice of others and the voice of others had grown so loud that I had attributed that voice to be my own voice and man oh man did it take some time to break out of that one um but learning the self truly learning the self really gives you a better grounding and a better understanding on how you wish to perceive the world and how you wish to move through the world because once you really understand who you are, you can see not only who you are in relation to the world, but what the world means to you. And so I guess that that's what that little blurb was, that little quote. But um, I've always felt as though this was something that I was supposed to do. Just me sitting here speaking in the manner that I'm speaking with all this setup and whatnot. <laughs> Um, share my voice and my experiences with the world. Um, but I've always had so many limiting beliefs holding me back. It's taken me so long to just sit here and speak and do this today because of all of the limiting beliefs, all of the self-doubt that was holding me back. I was always so afraid of what other people might think or say because I'm not the most polished, I'm not the most perfected. I am a little bit chaotic, a bit tumultuous. The brain does scatter from time to time. I don't always have my shit together, contrary to popular belief. But I, I had to learn to let that go. I had to learn to let go of even what my family would think when they saw me as a little less than perfect. And, and that's been something that I've been learning over this past year as well. You know, I am not perfect and everybody else cannot see me as such because I do not see me as such. We're perfectly imperfect, all of us, but there's there's no such thing as, as 
100%. For me, at least, I've always had this thing of wanting to be 100% sure. I want to be 100% ready. I want to have 100% of my focus. I want to sit down and just... I've had these thoughts, these plans for years. <laughs> um, but I just never felt 100% ready. And that was one of the biggest things that held me back. Because I realized that I was never going to feel 100% ready. Me, learning myself, knowing the person who I am, the indecisive Mercury in Libra as she does it, I'm never going to be feel 100% ready, but I know that I am ready. And that's the difference, right? It's like, even though I may not feel it, even though... I may not perceive it on some intuitive level. I know that I'm here. I know that I have a voice. I know that I have experiences. I know that I have a perception. And I'm ready to share it. And I feel as though that's something that my time in the collective has really helped me to understand and come to terms with. Um, just who I am <laughs> and what my relation to the world is, which has been really beautiful. <laughs> but I convinced myself somewhere along the way that nobody would want to listen to me. Nobody would hear me. They wouldn't care about what I had to offer to the world. The depth and breadth of my perception through experience. So I didn't put myself out there. And it has been my biggest downfall thus far. I spiral again and again. It's the biggest source of my frustration is just not acting, just not doing, just not putting myself out there. And in all this spiraling, I've realized that the greatest thing that we can do is just do. <laughs> Create. When we get the urge to do so. Speak. When we feel called to do so. Share and express love whenever and wherever you are. Believe in synergy again. Believe in magic again. Believe in the beauty of life again. Because it really has been such a beautiful journey. And I could sit here and ramble on all night <laughs> about this journey and where it has taken me. But I feel as though 
I want to kind of get into some more structured episodes um, in talking about my journey in particular in really purging that purgatory energy. I feel as though next episode, I really want to start with a a nice, a nice, good old-fashioned purge sash, if you will. Um, we're going to really get into the nitty-gritty of who who we are as a perceptual consciousness, where we've been, the experiences that we've been through. Um, the tumultuous nature of our romantic endeavors. Yes, that's going to be a very big focus, very big theme, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, definitely something that really helped to define um, my outlook on life. So definitely something that we have to touch base on. But, uh, and next episode and the episodes to come, we're definitely going to touch base on a lot of things like religion, spirituality, you know, you heard me with the tarot and oracle cards out. So, you know, that we're going to have some, some chit chats about those, those type beats. Um, <laughs> but yeah. This is really just going to be a space where we're going to talk about everything and anything under the sun. Love life, you got it. Y'all need some advice, I'm here. Um y'all want to y'all want to hear me uh call myself out? Y'all 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 want to hear the multiple wake up calls that I've been through? Baby um get ready because i'm telling you my life has been like a movie <laughs> to say the least and i'm so excited to share it with you guys so excited but we really do want to get some structure behind these episodes um maybe maybe even script something out for y'all uh and yeah we have a lot of a lot of big plans a lot of big ideas um, and a lot of excitement going behind this face and behind this channel. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this this first episode, really kind of diving into what the space is, you know, in our <laughs> beautifully chaotic and tumultuous way. <laughs> but... I am excited for the journey to come. It is only be the beginning for us. The strokes, they ho they hopping often. They <laughs> the strokes happen often. Um so get ready for this. <laughs> and the guffaws, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, this is just a space of light and love. And a space to really make the pain make sense. I'm excited for us. And I'm excited for the road ahead. But I'm going to log off before I ramble anymore. 
Um, thank you so much for being a part of this journey. Um, to those of you who have tuned in live. Yes, the strokes. <laughs> to those of you who have tuned in live, thank you so much for being here. Um, I love each and every one of you. Um, I'm very excited for this space. And thank you so much for putting up with my... Uh... <laughs> Thank you so much for putting up with my attention deficit <laughs> and my chaos. Um, I completely appreciate you more than you will ever know. So, yeah. We're logging off. But... K-Dog out. Um... <laughs> This has been Purging the Purgatory Energy with your host, Keanu Perkins. Thank you all for tuning in.